Welcome to God's Playbook with your host, Father Rico Passero. It's a 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Touchdown! Let's play ball. Are there any who are sick? Let them call for the elders of the church and let the priests pray over them, anointing them with oil in the name of the Lord. Welcome back to God's Playbook, friends. I'm Father Rico, and today we're going to talk about the sacrament of the anointing of the sick. One of the seven sacraments of the church, the sacrament of the anointing of the sick, is a very powerful and special sacrament. It's one of the two sacraments of healing. And yet I would suggest that this is the one that is most misunderstood. So let's give some time to this powerful sacrament that transforms and brings healing of mind, body, and spirit. We know that Jesus was concerned about people's health as well as their spiritual health. In fact, the word salvation comes from the Latin word salus, which means health. So salvation itself deals with our health. In announcing the good news of salvation, Jesus was declaring that God cares for us completely and holistically, mind, body, and soul. Jesus healed people physically, removing leprosy, removing disease, bringing them back from the dead. Jesus healed people spiritually by assuring them that God forgave their sins and gives them the power to love and care for others too. Jesus healed people's ailments as a sign of God's power and as example for caring for the entire person. By healing people's bodies, as well as their souls, Jesus showed that the entire human being is touched by God's salvation. And so the sacrament of the anointing of the sick deals with this very basis of Jesus's healing in his ministry. The sacrament includes the laying on of hands and the anointing, very similar to the other sacraments that we have examined as well. Throughout the Gospels, we hear of Jesus' concern for those who are sick. And there are many healing accounts throughout the Gospels. Jesus wanted to touch the lives of those who needed him most as the divine physician. Healing was also essential to the mission of the twelve apostles. We hear in Mark chapter 6, Jesus summoned the twelve and began to send them out two by two. They anointed with oil many who were sick and cured them. The very basis of ministry in the church, each of us, those who are ordained and lay members of the church, should also be concerned about each person's health of mind, body, and soul. After Jesus ascended into heaven, the church continued to be a sacrament of healing for others. The passage that I read from St. James which I will share again. Is any who are sick among you, let them send for the priests of the church, and the priest should pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick person, and the Lord will raise them up. If they have committed any sins, their sins will be forgiven. The very basis of the early church is also rooted in this sacrament of healing, first instituted by Jesus, 
and then passed down through the apostles. The anointing of the sick is based on Jesus' concern for the sick, his commissioning to the apostles to heal the sick, and for the healing ministry of all. We need to have faith in God's care for us, friends. The very basis of the sacrament is healing is to trust that God has the power to transform and change our health. In most cases, those who are seeking the sacrament are looking for physical healing. Many of them are challenged by the cross of poor health. Perhaps the person might have cancer or is awaiting surgery, might have a heart condition, leukemia, chronic illness, whatever the case may be. Often those seeking this powerful sacrament are doing so looking for physical healing. And they're asking that God may show compassion upon them and bring them healing of their bodies. In some cases, as the sacrament is given, healing of the body takes place. In some cases, as the sacrament is given, there needs to be healing in the other elements, the mind and spiritual healing as well. For those who have mental health concerns, might be battling anxiety or depression or other addictions, the sacrament of the sick is also an opportunity to ask God to show faith in God, to realize that God has the power to help us to overcome these difficulties as well. But the one element in this sacrament that is always consistent is the spiritual healing that takes place. Though one seen to the human eye, the one who is to receive the anointing of the sick is always transformed spiritually. Again, depending on the will of God, physical healing may take place, mental healing may take place, but spiritual healing always takes place for the Holy Spirit comes down upon the one who is sick. This powerful sacrament, the anointing of the sick, is meant to be a community celebration. The Catechism reminds us that when the sick are anointed, they should be assisted by their pastor and their whole ecclesial or church community, which is invited to surround the sick in a special way through their prayers and attention. Like all the sacraments, the anointing of the sick is a liturgical and communal celebration it is very fitting to celebrate it within the Eucharist. Sometimes, friends, this sacrament takes place in what's called a healing mass, in which those who are sick may be brought forward in a particular way and are anointed within the context of mass. In many cases, this sacrament is celebrated in a hospital or medical setting, perhaps a hospice or when home care is given. In the community that gathers may be the priest, the one who is to receive the anointing, their medical team, and members of the family. A person doesn't have to wait for the celebration of the sacrament until an illness is so grave that he or she is in the hospital. This sacrament, like all sacraments, is a community celebration. So, at times, while still at home or preparing for an upcoming surgery or procedure, each individual is invited to come forward and ask their priest to anoint them. 
Many people associate the anointing of the sick with dying or last rites, but this is very different. The sacrament of the sick is for those who are alive. All of the sacraments come to give us God's grace when we are alive. While there are some special prayers for those who are dying, the sacrament or anointing of the sick is very different. And so anyone who is hospitalized, homebound, or sick in any form is welcome to come forward and ask to receive the anointing of the sick. Many members of families may also ask for the sacrament of the sick for their loved one. So you can request this sacrament on somebody else's behalf. When possible, family members, friends, or representatives of the parish should be present to pray along with the priest. For the power of prayer is strengthened the more individuals are present. Though at times when people are suffering from sickness, they may wish to keep it as a small community. And so that's okay too. The sacrament of the sick is a beautiful opportunity to tap into the grace and power of the Holy Spirit. It helps us to realize that we are going to be healed through faith. Again, healing always takes place. It's not always restricted to physical healing. In some cases, God's will is that the person is not going to be healed physically, but we do trust based on faith of the spiritual health of the individual. The healing of the anointing of the sick is different kind of healing than medical treatments or surgical interventions. It's important that we also understand that God has given us medical advancements. And so it's important as Catholics to not just receive the sacrament of the anointing of the sick and to forego medical treatments, but rather the two should work together in the hopes of bringing health to the individual person. The blessing of the oil and anointing asks God to send the Holy Spirit, the consoler, into the precious oil so that this oil will be a remedy for all who are anointed with it, that they may be healed in body, soul, and spirit, and be delivered from every affliction. The person may or may not experience physical healing, but they can be assured of the strength that comes from the sacrament in their time of need. Reassurance that God cares for the individual also helps to bring calmness and peace that only can come from God. It helps those who are anxious and also allows family and friends to feel the healing presence of God as the sacrament is given. God knows the kind of healing that we need most. Healing a wound, converting fear into courage, the lessening of loneliness, turning confusion into insight. The sacrament helps us to gain insight into the meaning of human suffering. While it doesn't remove the mystery of human suffering, the sacrament helps us to gaze through the window into the mystery of a loving God who raises up a crucified son, displaying his victorious wounds, and then sits triumphant at the Father's right hand. In many ways, those who are sick can connect their suffering to that of Jesus. 
And the sick are a beautiful example of the redemptive nature of human suffering. For some people, they might just see suffering as a complete waste. But as Catholics, we are invited to see suffering as a way of connecting our cross with that of Jesus. That when I suffer as an individual, it can not only bring healing to my own body and soul, but that I can connect my suffering with Christ so it can be redemptive for others as well. How is the sacrament of the anointing of the sick administered? This sacrament must be administered by a priest or a bishop. Deacons are not permitted to offer the sacrament of the sick. And the reason for that is there is an element of the sacrament which deals with the forgiveness of sin. And this is reserved alone for those who are priests. As Jesus has given authority to priests to remove sin, so it is in this sacrament too. The person who wishes to be anointed may do so at any time. The sacrament can be received by those who are sick multiple times. While it's not meant to be a daily activity, there should be an appropriate amount of time between the instances in which we receive this healing sacrament. Talk to your parish priest about what he might think is an appropriate time to give you this sacrament. Some need grace for an actual cure. Some need the grace to sustain them on a psychological or emotional level. Due to the extreme nature sometimes of the illness, the grace helps us to enter deeply into the suffering of Jesus. And so as the individual comes forward, the priest will generally wish to anoint the person as soon as possible. What is involved is that the priest is to pray over them in a particular way. Oftentimes, the priest dressed in a stole will use the stole as a reminder that Christ is the servant of all. And so too, the priest follows in the footsteps of Jesus to help to alleviate the suffering of mind, body, and spirit for the person who is to be anointed. The person then hears the prayers of the church, like the passage from St. James that we have already heard. This passage helps us to realize that it is indeed a very important part of the ministry of a priest to bring healing to those who are sick. And so as the prayers continue, the laying of hands is a significant part of this sacrament. The priest then extends hands and in quiet prayer, lays his hands on the top of the head of the sick person. No matter where in their body the ailment is, by the laying of hands on the person's head, signifies that the Holy Spirit is to come down upon the one who is sick from their mind all the way to their toes. That the Holy Spirit, by the healing grace of the laying of hands, brings healing throughout the entire body. This is a very powerful time within the anointing of the sick in its administration. As priest, I can't tell you how many times I feel so moved 
as the Holy Spirit is palpably felt through me, passing through my hands unto the hands of the one who is ill. In some cases, even when I have anointed people that are in a coma, there is movement as the laying of hands takes place. Sometimes even on the heart monitor, you'll see a jump. Sometimes we may not physically see a change, and yet we know that God works in mysterious ways. And though unseen, God is constantly at work when his power and majesty is called upon as he cares for you, his daughters and sons. After the laying of hands, the priest then takes the third sacred oil, which we call the oil of the sick. This oil is specifically used in this healing sacrament. The priest then takes his thumb and dips it in the holy oil. He then makes the sign of the cross on the sick person's forehead, signifying that the Holy Spirit is to come upon them. Through this holy oil, may the Lord in his love and mercy help you with the grace of the Holy Spirit. What beautiful words as we hear the priests say is the power of God coming down upon that person. Then the priest goes on to make the sign of the cross on the palms of the person's hands. And these words are said. May the Lord who frees you from sin save you and raise you up. Amen. These powerful words once again assure the one who is to be anointed that God is with them. In many cases, the one who is anointed may be moved to tears, a smile may come upon their face, and relief is felt even by family members and friends standing close by. The sacrament of the sick then continues at times when the person is able to receive Jesus in Holy Communion. There is an opportunity for the individual to go to confession directly or if they are at a point where they are hospitalized and unable to speak, then a special blessing is given upon them for God knows our hearts. Following a time of the Lord's Prayer, there are special graces given through the prayers that the priest then says. Then we trust that the Holy Spirit is at work as he brings whatever healing God wishes to give to that person. Friends, have you ever been anointed? In my life, so far I have been blessed with good health. But as priest, I see the movement of the Holy Spirit many times. And for those of you who have been anointed, you can certainly relate on a personal level. Friends who are dealing with a chronic illness, I invite you to prayerfully consider to come forward and ask your parish priest to help you with the sacrament of the anointing of the sick. Again, this can be received on an ongoing basis and its regularity should be something that you talk about with your local priest. If you are preparing for a surgery of any kind, I invite you, before the surgery takes place, talk to your parish priest and ask to be anointed. I know he will be happy to help you.
If you are currently struggling with mental health concerns, I once again ask you to prayerfully consider to be anointed as well. There is nothing to be ashamed of, friends, no matter what our ailment might be. You might be surprised that asking for the anointing of the sick, your priest may not even ask you what your ailment is, should you wish to keep it confidential. The priest is not there to make a judgment of you or your ailment. Rather, his job is to assist you in being healed in whichever way God wants for you. And I can tell you, as a priest of God, it is a great privilege for me to walk with people as they carry the cross of poor health. And I love giving the sacrament of the sick. And I know my brother priests and bishops would say the same. If you know that you have a loved one who is currently hospitalized and they have yet to receive the sacrament of the sick, call your local parish priest or perhaps the priest chaplain on call at the hospital so that at some point at a convenient time the anointing of the sick can be arranged. Sadly, sometimes families wait to the very last breath that their loved one takes before calling a priest to receive the sacrament of the sick. Prayers for the dying is a very different thing, friends. The anointing of the sick should take place as early as possible so that the person who is sick can hear the beautiful prayers and again, they can be assured of God's grace. If there are times where a loved one seems to have a terminal illness and may be slipping from this world into the Lord's hands, it is so important for us to call a priest. Please, if you are a family member or friend, make sure that a priest is called so that our loved one's soul is ready to meet God. The prayers said at the bedside of a dying person bring special graces to the one who is about to meet Jesus, but also a blessing upon the priest himself and the family member that gather. These special prayers also allow the family to be at peace that God is with them, that as they may be preparing to lose their loved one into the Lord's hands, may already be experiencing moments of anger, anxiety, grief. And so I pray that this sacrament will also be a healing for the family. And many, many times experience just that, in which I am thanked for coming and helping the loved one, and yet the healing also takes place for the family as well. That's the power of communal sacraments. They're not just reserved for the individual, but the entire body of Christ too. I can't tell you how many times, friends, I've been blessed to stand at the bedside of a parishioner or friend or loved one. And though I bring the ministry of Jesus to them, after leaving this beautiful experience of prayer, I am the one who I'm often field ministered to. God is amazing. And so as a loved one is passing away, friends, please call your parish priest as soon as possible to make sure their soul may be ready to meet God. Now, in some cases, serious illnesses may take place like a heart attack, a car accident, or brain aneurysm, or something tragic may happen in which the person may pass away, 
without having been blessed or prayed for by a priest. In those instances too, I also encourage you to reach out to your parish priest, but realize that they would not be receiving the sacrament or the anointing of the sick, because sacraments are for the living. But Father may come and say prayers for the dead if our loved one has already passed away. So again, allow your parish priest to walk with you in those times of serious turmoil and tragedy. Remember, the priest is there to help you. The priest is there to pray for you. The priest is there as representative of Jesus, who is always by our side. So friends, I pray that this podcast episode of speaking of the anointing of the sick might bring some clarity to the sacrament and may entice us to use it more and more as we seek the healing power of God. Let's close with a prayer as we ask God to bless all who are sick, especially those who have asked for our prayers. Loving and gracious God, we thank you for the gift of your sacraments. We thank you especially for the gift of your healing found to us in the sacrament of the anointing of the sick. Please bless all those who are sick of mind, body, and spirit, that according to your most holy will, Jesus, the divine physician, may bring healing to them. Help us to always pray for those who are sick, those whom we know, those who've been asked to pray for them. But Lord, we also especially lift to you all those who are sick who have no one to pray for them. May they too find peace in your healing touch. May you bring them a calmness of mind. May they trust that you are with them and through their doctors and medical teams that are caring for them, that each of us are doing our part to restore them to full health. Lord, we also pray for all those who may be dying at this very moment, that their family members and friends may also call upon the power of you to assist them in their time of need. We pray for all who have died, and we place them in your almighty hands, O God. By your love and mercy, may you free them from their shackles of sin, forgive them of the temporal punishment due to their sin, and admit them into your garden of paradise, into the heavenly kingdom where there is no weeping, no pain, no suffering, but the fullness of peace and joy as they live with you forever. Lord, thank you for being with us, especially as we deal with the cross of sickness. Amen. For God's Playbook, I'm Father Rico. God loves you and so do I. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us on our Ko-Fi, K-O-F-I, or GoFundMe at God's Playbook Podcast. Thanks. And God bless.